Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. So today I'm talking about content marketing and specifically the common three mistakes that I see yoga teachers making when it comes to their content strategy, okay? So yes, content marketing, it is a strategy that you should be using to grow your yoga business. In fact, it is non-negotiable. There should be part of your week that you're setting aside to create your content, okay? So before we move on, tell me, is that happening right now? Are you creating time in your week? Are you specifically setting some time aside to work on content creation? And as always, no judgment here, you're here to learn, okay? So if you aren't, today's another day, right? So you could always start. So let me know in the comment box, are you doing that? And how much time are you spending on content creation each week? If you are putting some time aside. Now, ultimately, content is what's going to allow you to attract new people into your community. It's also going to help you to nurture relationships with those people so that they become paying students, okay? So this is how we move people along our funnel. We move them along with our content, okay? So it's super important. And this is the result of the content that you're sharing. So if you're not sharing content, then you have no business, guys, right? So it really is as simple as that. And, you know, if you're not growing, if nothing is moving in your business right now, if you really feel stuck and you feel like you're not moving forward, it's likely because you're not creating content, okay? Or you're not creating enough content. Or maybe you're not fully understanding what it actually means to create content, okay? So I'm gonna be talking about this today. So, yeah, so if you're not getting out there, if you're not getting out there, if you're not being visible, like I am doing right now, if you are not showing up with your content and sharing your message to educate and to raise your authority, like your status in your space, and to build trust, then you're not really going to be growing your, your business and your community. So you really must be doing this. You must be doing it on a weekly basis, creating this consistent content, okay? It's a must. And, you know, when I talk about consistent content, that might be, that might be creating a weekly blog post, 
And again, share with me in the chat if you're doing any of these things, right? Share with me. So it might be a, a blog post, it could be a, a podcast episode every single week, it could be a new video, okay, like what you're watching now, you know, whatever it is, your content needs to get out there and it needs to get out there consistently, okay, that's super important, consistently, right, that word, it doesn't, it, it never goes away, that word, okay, it applies to everything in your business, you must be consistent, so if you're not showing up with your audience on a regular basis, on a consistent basis, they're not going to be showing up with you as well, right, they're not going to be loyal, they're not going to be tuning into you on a regular basis because you're not at the top of their mind, okay, so for me personally, you know, when I began doing this, like really doing it in my business, like creating consistent content on a weekly basis, my email list, okay, this is something we talked about last week, my email list, it quickly grew, right? It grew really quickly. And in turn, I saw a significant increase in my income, in my revenue, okay? And I'm telling you right now, there is a direct correlation between the quality of your content, right? You churning out that content consistently, the growth of your email list, and the growth of your bank account, okay? A direct correlation. I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background. Can you hear it? The chickens, they've started. <laughs> It's usually four o'clock, so they're a little bit early today. <laughs> so if you can hear some noise in the background, that's what it is. It's chickens. <laughs> the joys, right? The joys of nature and living in Bali. This is, this is what it is. But, uh, you know, you can't complain. It's not listening or it's not hearing trains in London. I would much rather hear the chickens. <laughs> okay, so where were we? A direct correlation, okay, between your content your email list growing and your bank account growing. And, you know, doing this, creating this content on a consistent basis, on a weekly basis, it's not always easy, right? It's not always easy and yes, it takes time. And, you know, for me, it's important for me that I'm committed to doing this, right? That I say, you know, that I know that I'm showing up on a Wednesday and doing this. I know that there's gonna be a podcast episode going live on Saturday. I know that there's gonna be a blog post on Monday going like being published on the website. I know that there's social media content going out every day. You know, I'm committed to it. And I really want for you to have that level of commitment as well. Okay, because I know that it's gonna pay dividends. Like in the success of your business, I know that for sure, I know it for certain because it has in my business as well. And it really is one of the best investments of time that you can make, okay? The content that you create is what increases the traffic to your website and in turn increases the growth of your email list and what did I just say had a direct correlation to that, the growth of your business bank account, you making sales in your business. but doesn't come about challenges and you know there's definitely room for mistakes and so today I want to share with you three mistakes that I see yoga teachers making okay and this is from you know working with thousands of yoga teachers now guys over the last six years I'm seeing these mistakes so I know what they are 
Okay, so mistake number one, are you ready? Are you ready? Mistake number one is that you are not creating content that's relevant, okay? Your content isn't relevant. So, God, they really are noisy. <laughs> Let me know, can you hear these chickens? <laughs> yeah, I more or less live on a farm, basically. I have roosters waking me up at 3am, chickens, there's ducks, it's all going on, there's cows. It's amazing, really. Um, okay, so hopefully you can hear me, okay? I'm coming through loud and clear. So, not creating relevant content, okay? So, in order for your content to work, and by that I mean you're attracting people into your community, there's engagement, you're nurturing relationships, <laughs> you are, you know, you're making sales, that's your content working, right? In order for that to happen, the content, it needs to be high quality, i.e. it needs to be valuable, and also it needs to be relevant. So what I wanna say here is that successful businesses, like if you study businesses out there and the successful ones, they are successful because they do one thing really, really well. They meet the needs of their customers by providing solutions to problems. Okay, those of you who tune in every single week, you'll know what I'm going to say right now. Your content marketing is no different, right? So as you think about creating your content, you really need to be focusing on what do my ideal students need right now? Yeah, what are they interested in? What are my people interested in? What do they need help with? What problems can I solve for them? Yeah, what are they looking for? What information do they need? And the key here is to really know who your ideal students are, what their pain points are, so that you can speak their language, right? So that you can talk about the problem that you're solving for, for them, okay? So your goal when it comes to content creation is really about creating content that specifically answers their particular needs, right? It solves the problems, it provides solutions that they're looking for. So not knowing this, like not knowing who your ideal students are, is like the big daddy of all mistakes, right? So that's why it's number one, mistake number one that you don't wanna make. Why is this? Why is this? Okay, it's because you must always be creating content for your audience, okay? So in order to do that, you need to know what their desires are. You need to know what their pain points are. You need to know what they need right now to solve the problems or the challenges that they're, they're facing right now, okay? And so if you don't know that, you need to do some work on it, okay? And the work that you'll be doing here is, is work around your niche yeah I say it every week <laughs> it never gets old <laughs> but it's true right so this is where you need to start you can only create relevant content if you have a niche and you understand who your ideal students are so talk to them right talk to people who are in your community who are in your space even if you're just starting out and you're sussing all of this out guys right don't let that be something that keeps you stuck Right? We all start at zero, which means we all go through those emotions and 
the overwhelm and the fears of like, am I doing this right? Oh my gosh, it's not working. People aren't joining my community. I must be doing something wrong. Move all that aside, right? Because that's just normal. That's part of you starting your business. The most important thing is to allow yourself to evolve, right? To allow yourself to evolve. And you do that by starting to put content out there. And then as people start to engage with it, as people start to resonate with what you're putting out there, you talk to them and you learn a little bit more about them, right? This is the whole process. Use surveys, you know, start to gather information, get online and research, start with what you're passionate about, right? You don't have to have, like when we say decide on a niche, it's not something that's like this, like that happens overnight. Definitely not, it isn't, right? It's a process that evolves, but you have to get onto that process, you have to take the first step. So, you know, it's really about getting, gathering information. And if you don't do that, you're setting yourself up for disaster, really. And by disaster, I mean, you know, no engagement, no interaction. Your content will be very general, right? Super general yoga content that 99% of yoga teachers are putting out there. Not you guys, right? Not you guys listening to this right now. You're learning about how to be more specific. You know, and this, this, this mistake, this first mistake, number one, that you could make with your content is not being relevant, okay? And you're not relevant when you don't know who you're serving and you haven't decided on a niche, okay? So, of course, you know, this requires you to narrow in on a specific type of person with specific needs, okay? So you know, niching allows you, it allows you to go from general to specific and relevant, yeah, that specific message is what cuts through this noisy online space because it's relevant to a specific segment of people within a larger yoga general audience, right, does that make sense? So, you know, what you don't need to be worrying about is a saturated market, right? You don't need to worry about other yoga teachers and what other yoga teachers are doing. Like there are thousands of yoga teachers out there. There are billions of people in the world, right? So many people who are yet to discover yoga. Isn't that amazing? There are so many people out there that are yet to discover yoga, that don't have a yoga studio on their street corner. They are the people who will be finding you online, right? If you have a specific relevant message. So you don't need to worry or you don't need to buy into this whole idea of, oh, it's saturated online. There is enough to go around. We are coming at this, we are looking at this with an abundant mindset, guys. None of us here are in scarcity. We need to be moving from scarcity to abundance, right? To abundance, to coming back to our purpose and what we want to share with our people online. You know, it's really, you guys, you, you are not doing anything here that's, you know, negative. Like, you are sharing yoga, guys. You're sharing yoga. You are sharing you know, life transformation, right? So 
Get specific and find your people who you can help. Like super, super important. Like when you create specific messages and content that addresses specific desires, needs, pain points, and you're no longer general, right? That's when you become relevant, right? That's when your content starts to stick. So, you know, this content is what sets you apart because most yoga teachers are general, but not you, right? Not you. So you're listening to this right now because you want to succeed in your business, right? Yeah, give me a thumbs up. So, you know, if you want to succeed in your business, you have to become, you have to become specific. Yeah, you need to know the problem you solve. Every successful business owner knows that. Okay, they know the problem they solve, they can clearly articulate it, they have clarity, and that clarity is portrayed online through the content that they're sharing. And if you fail to do this, it's just going to take you longer to grow. You know, it's going to take you longer to really resonate with the people that you want to reach. So don't resist it, please, don't resist it. You know, many, many yoga teachers are resisting this. So don't do that, <laughs> that's, a, that's another mistake. You know, the great thing, guys, about niching down and truly understanding your ideal students is that you're never gonna run out of content ideas. So tell me right now, if you are stuck, like if you're like, maybe you do set aside some time each week to create content, and then you sit down, you open your laptop, and you're like, what do I do? What am I creating this content about? What ideas have I got? I've got no ideas. Where are they? You know, that will not happen. Like when you niche down, when you really do the work to understand your people, you're never going to run out of content ideas because you will know the specific topics that your ideal students are interested in. And you'll be able to put different spins on that content. Okay, so you're never going to run out of ideas. And, you know, one of the things that I teach inside Yogipreneur Launchpad is how to come up with those content ideas and the topics from the niche research that you know students going through our program are undertaking, right? So that you know there's a whole process and lots of different strategies to actually do that research. But once you've got it, then you can start to come up with those content ideas. And when you've done this, then you can go on and you can create your content plan. Okay, so that's what students are doing inside Yogipreneur Launchpad. Like it's one of the first things we do at the beginning of the program. We do the niche work and then we start working on the content. And so, you know, I know from students who have done this, who have gone through that process, it's a big revelation. Like this is a big moment when students are able to, or teachers like yourselves, are able to take this huge Excel because finally they understand how to find these ideas and suddenly they're building up this content bank that they can draw from in the future. So, you know, content creation is no longer their biggest challenge because they understand the process to go through. Like, massive relief. I know that this is a huge challenge for many of you here in this community and I get it, you know, I really do. Um, so, but it's 
such a crucial part of you growing your business. So we have to overcome this challenge, don't we? We can't just ignore it, sweep it under the carpet and hope it's gonna go away. No content, no business. No content, no business. So, you know, so there's, yeah, so there's mistake number one. That's mistake number one, is not creating relevant content. And it really comes down to you understanding your ideal student and then having a clearly defined niche that you are, you know, that, you, that you're really supporting, right? That you're creating offerings and creating content for. Okay, are we ready for, are we ready for mistake number two? Mistake number two is not creating content that can be repurposed. Okay, not creating content that can be repurposed. And again, this is one of the strategies that's taught inside Yogi Pranay Launchpad, and that's content repurposing. So, you know, not having and, and right now, as I'm saying these words, you might not fully understand what I mean by content repurposing, okay? So I'm gonna talk you through it. But not having a repurposing strategy for your content is really costly in terms of your time, okay? So, you know, when it comes to content, one of the biggest complaints that I hear is that it takes up too much time. Yeah, so tell me if that's, if that's you. If you just feel like it's taking too much time, it's taking up too much of my time. And you know, it's this demand for time which then leads you to just put it off, you know, because it's taking too much time. And so what happens is, you know, teachers will just avoid it and not do it. And so it becomes this thing that kind of gets pushed aside because it takes up too much time, right? Tell me if this sounds familiar. And, you know, this is actually the opposite, isn't it, of, of what actually needs to happen. So, you know, as you've learned already today, you know, without content, you essentially have no business. So therefore, the answer to this is to have a process to repurpose your content, okay? And not doing that, not having a process is a big mistake. So, you know, what we have to remember is you guys are here doing this on your own, right? You likely, I mean, you may have a VA that's helping you a couple of hours a week and could perhaps help you with some of this content creation. But you don't have a marketing team and a content team who, you know, are individually responsible for creating content for YouTube and writing blog posts and doing the social media content. That's not what we have here. So in order for us to be able to be visible on multiple channels and get our content out in different ways, it's really important that you have a process to be able to do that and that it makes it easy. Okay, because what happens if you don't have that? The limited time that you put aside for creating content, likely you'll only create one type of content. Any guesses what that is? Any guesses? So just maybe look at what you're doing right now. Perhaps this is what you're doing right now. If you're setting aside a few hours a week to create content, what type of content are you creating? Because my guess, my guess 
is that you're spending time creating social media posts. Yeah? Let me know if that's true. Give me a thumbs up if that's true. And if it is, it's not maximizing the opportunity that you have to create content that can create a big impact, okay? So ultimately, you want to create an impact with your content, right? You want your content to attract people, you want your content to educate people and to show you as an expert in this topic, you want your content to help people, right? And to give them quick wins, right? Just as I am doing with you guys today. I'm giving you some education around the mistakes that you don't want to make so you don't make them, right? So it's these quick wins that are going to help you to build trust and help you to nurture relationships with the people that you're trying to attract, your ideal students. And it's that trust that keeps them coming back for more content, okay? Because they can see that you can help them and they wanna know what you're gonna share with them the following week, right? So this is how you build relationships. Like This is how you build trust and it's trust that we need to create sales in our business. Yeah, this is impact, guys. Like This is impact that content can not only create for you in your business, i.e. can make you make money, but also, create impact in your students' lives as well, okay? Because you're giving them those quick wins and you're helping them to move forward in their journey. Is this making sense? Is, it, is this landing? Let me know. So that, that level of impact is not just going to happen from a social media post. I'm sorry to say it, but it's not. It really isn't. You know, when you understand the true value of content, that's when you start creating, that's when you start to become more invested in your content creation, right? It's when you start creating longer form content like this, like what you're listening to today, like podcasts, videos, blog posts. That's longer form content that people can really get into, yeah? They can really get into. It's not a quick caption on a social media post or a quick 30 second reel. Yes, that has a place and stick with me, stick with me, it has a place. But the amazing thing about creating your long form content is that it allows you to repurpose that content for social media, right? For YouTube, for Pinterest, for LinkedIn if you're on LinkedIn, for your email marketing. That content, that longer form content can be shared in lots of different ways and across lots of different channels, which means you're showing up in lots of different ways and across lots of different channels. So ultimately, it means that you get to maximize the return on the time investment that you've made into creating that piece of content, okay? So it's Super cool, I think it's cool, you know, repurpose your content. Have a repurposing process that allows you to, to create one piece of long form content and then break it up and share it and get creative about how you share it in lots of different ways. Like not doing that is a big mistake, right? Not doing that means that you are currently finding content creation 
stressful. You're thinking, oh, it takes up too much time. And then when I put my social media posts out there, no one's engaging. It's just a waste of time. Like that's the mindset we start to develop because we don't have a content repurposing strategy. Again, it's something I teach inside Yogipreneur Launchpad. Don't stay stuck with this stuff, guys, right? This is what you need to actually move forward in your business and to grow. Okay, mistake to make number three. The mistake you don't want to make. Number three is if you're just joining me on Instagram, welcome, and also in the Facebook group. If you see me like this, it's because I'm trying to give you all attention. But mistake number three is not sharing and promoting your content enough, okay? Hands up, most of us, I'd say all of us, are guilty of this one, right? So it's one thing creating the content and it's another thing showing up and promoting it. Okay, so what we need to realize is that content marketing, it, does, it doesn't just stop, you know, after you've created that piece of content, you press publish the ones and that's it. That's not what it's about. So this is a mistake. You know, many of us are making this. Yeah, I'll put my hand up. Many of us are making this is that we do our blog posts and we share it once. We, you know, create an, a, a podcast and it just gets shared the one time. So... The mistake here is not repeating this step of sharing. It's not finding different ways to share it again and again and again, yeah? And the wonderful thing about content, you know, assuming that it's not time specific, okay, and it's still relevant, is that you can share that same piece of content a year down the line, you know? so. You, I actually think that you should, and I, and I love the 80-20 rule because it applies to everything in life, but spend more time promoting your content than you do creating it, okay? So, you know, 80% of your time is promoting it, 20% is the creation, yeah? So you want to be promoting it through social media, on your blog, email other channels you can cross promote right you can cross promote and you know really the content you're creating it has no value unless it's shared okay so you do need to have a think about this you need to have a little plan open up a little spreadsheet and just think about every week how are you sharing content how are you sharing content from the week before and the week before and the week before and this you know go back to what i said a moment ago with the students inside yogi Pranur launchpad is that they have a content bank right content as you get into this process of repurposing and you're being consistent right you're doing this every single week it's not long until you've created a content bank that you know when you start planning out your 30 days of uh, social media content it's super easy guys you are pulling content you're pulling from your content bank that you've already created that's relevant because every piece of content that you've created is for a specific type of person with a specific need, yeah? It's solving problems of your ideal students, it's not general. So as you start to do this, 
you become an expert, right? You then start to build up your expert status. Somebody can come onto your website, they can look at your podcast, they can look at your social media feed, and they see that you are you are sharing on specific topics, that it's very specific, right? You're focusing on specific area for a specific person. That's when you li lift up your expert status, right? So, you need a plan. You need a plan. I went off on a little tangent there. I'll come back. <laughs> you need a plan. And this plan as well needs to include calls to action, right? Do we know what that is? A call to action, a CTA. Call to action is when you're telling someone to do something. Like once they've finished the content, once they've consumed the content, what do you want them to do next? Where are you going to signpost them? Are you signposting them to another piece of content for more information? Okay, so again, it's an opportunity, isn't it? Your call to action is an opportunity to promote additional content, you know, or is it, or is it signposting them to an opt-in freebie? Again, this is content, right? Opt-in freebie is a piece of content that allows you to grow your email list. I talked about this in the training last week. Oh, what am I doing now? I'm giving you a call to action to go and listen to that training about email marketing if you want to learn more. So when you're putting your um, when you're putting together your content, your promotional plan, make sure that you're including these calls to action. Make sure you're thinking about that as well so that you can further maximize the content sharing that you're doing, okay? Okay, so there you have it. You have three mistakes, the top three content mistakes that I see yoga teachers making. The first one was not being relevant, yeah, not creating content that's relevant. Mistake number two, not having a repurposing strategy in place to really maximize the effectiveness of, of one piece of long form content and sharing it in different ways and across different channels. And then number three, mistake number three, not sharing and promoting your content enough. So one thing I want to mention here as we as we finish up is that it's easy to get distracted chasing perfection, right? And I think, you know, this perfection that we strive for it mostly comes when imposter syndrome creeps in, okay? Which you know, that can happen at any point in your business journey. But it's this idea that we're not good enough or we, we're not knowledgeable enough yet to be able to share this. You know, who am I to share on that topic? You know, those types of thoughts. And so what happens is we end up striving for perfection, you know, getting it super perfect because we don't want to show up online as, you know, someone who's on doesn't have the knowledge or we don't want to show up not expert enough. And so that is, you know, a big that's when we start to really get into some danger because that perfectionism, it really slows you down, guys, and it stops you from just getting your content out there, 
really. You know, what you need to remember is that you are good enough, you are knowledgeable enough, and you do have you know, talents and gifts that you can share to support your students and help them to be able to create that impact in, in their lives. You must believe in yourself, okay, you must. And, you know, don't shy away from what you were put on this earth to do. Don't allow perfectionism to keep you from getting out there and sharing your message and to stop you from, you know, or to hold you back from, you know, clicking share or publish or to stop you from going live on video. People are waiting for you right now, right? And it's your purpose to get out there and support them and guide them and you can do that through your content, okay? Remember that we are fortunate enough, right? We are fortunate enough that we have all of these incredible platforms at our fingertips and it makes our job of guiding and supporting our communities so much easier, right? So when the doubts creep in or you find yourself, you know, striving for perfection, just remember imperfect action, right? It's always the way forward. Imperfect action every time. You know, that's what's going to help you the more you take action, doesn't have to be perfect, that is what's going to help you to become a better content creator and a better teacher and a better guide, okay? So I wanted to finish up with that today <laughs> because there should be nothing holding you back from getting out there and sharing your content. Okay, my loves. If you loved that or if you have any questions for me whatsoever and you want to reach out, feel free to do so. If you're on Instagram, you can send me a DM anytime on Facebook. Send me a little message. I love to hear from you guys. And if you want to learn more, we have a 16-week online program. It's called Yogipreneur Launchpad. You can get into this program right now, okay? So teachers like yourself are joining Yogipreneur Launchpad every single day. Once you join, you get immediate access, you get to join an incredible online community of other teachers who are going through the program. And as I said, it's 16 weeks, you get 16 weeks of access to the uh, online community and also the weekly live Q&A mentorship sessions where you can ask questions in real time and get support from our team of mentors. So get into Yogipreneur Launchpad, it's yogipreneurlaunchpad.com, okay, go there now, go and check it out. Again, if you have any questions, just reach out to myself, reach out to my team. We're here to support you. Okay, lots of love and I will see you guys next week. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.